This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. And welcome to this week's episode of Property Jam, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. Uh, And this week, we are going to take a slight little twist on what we talk about, and we're going to be speaking about artwork. (laughs) I don't know why I found that funny. I don't know why it's a a twist either. Because it's not something we normally talk about. We usually talk about more irrelevant stuff in property. Well, I suppose it is. A, I feel like this is pretty much as irrelevant. As we've gone, we've gone very, 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 very niche. Very niche. Maybe that's it. Maybe niche. yeah. Yeah, we, niche. We, are, we are niche. Uh, talking about artwork and property. Say, I suppose <laughs> where where it, can this one go? Well, um, well, maybe maybe not far. Maybe this is going to be our shortest episode. Yeah, you know, today even shorter than our Christmas episodes. But um, <laughs> I, I reckon we can probably talk about artwork in properties like pictures that we hang on the wall uh, and, and this is probably in relation to decorating design finish design uh, it's probably in hmos we're thinking of yeah but could also be in relating to putting show homes together yeah uh, for, for selling properties even putting an odd feature piece of artwork in in a buy to let potentially yeah, yeah. Um, you, to shouldn't give you? It a bit of a bit of a wow so mm. question number one do you leave the artwork in after you've taken the photos? Oh, oh, we're back to staging kits again, aren't we? Do you remember we talked about staging kits on a few episodes ago? Um, it depends on the property, doesn't it? And it depends mm-hmm. on who's taken the room and whether they want the artwork in there or not. Yeah. Okay, so, so a couple of non-committal answers there. Brilliant. I, in, the, in the main, yes, we leave the artwork in the room. It's what has been sold to them. It's what they have come to see and expect when they come to view the room so we sell it as seen I agree with that actually I think for me and I'm just thinking back to staging kits um artwork is not part of it um photo frames things on shelves you know things that are kind of you know uh what I would call props but the artwork is part of the actual design brief so yeah because yeah, it adds it can, it can be the thing that adds the color mm. to a room or it goes with the colours that are in the room. Or not just the colours, boys, the shapes and the textures. So, so, so does this mean that you have furry artwork? <laughs> <laughs> well... You your furry rugs and your furry... Uh, <laughs> you say that? Well, in my own home, yes. I was thinking, okay, so... I'm just in... imagining the episode of Friends with the art with the doll that's coming out of the picture. Oh, the Phoebe! <laughs> oh, wow, girl, Phoebe! Picture. Oh my God, how, that is so terrifying. It reminds me of The Ring. That that whole thing, that horrible Japanese horror movie. Um, yeah, no. So the thing is, like, if you, I don't know about you, but the way my brain works, it gets really. Um, I'm very. I get visual satisfaction and almost like a sense of calm when things. Uh, a line in terms match. of color yeah match or not even match it's actually not matching sometimes it's it's a, they align and what I mean by align is they incorporate they complement mm. or they actually contradict um but still there's there's cohesion through its contradiction so like things like geometric shapes for example so in in one of my student HMOs 
um, we had these geometric animal lamps and they were so cool. I remember those. Yeah, do you remember those, right? Mm. So uh, we had the fox and we had the penguin and we had the whatever, right? We had all these things. And they, they became the, the almost like the guiding feature of the room. And then based around that, there was art that was geometric animals, but the colours were completely different. So it was just that the geometric patterning was the thing that brought it all together, but it gave us free reign with the actual textures and the colours. So you can be quite clever with it. And... Um, yeah, like it was echoed in the kitchen and it was echoed in other spaces. So I think you can like, OK, so where the room I'm sat in at the moment, for example, there are geometric patterns on the uh, there's like a, a dresser. I've got a dresser that links into the gold geometric pattern on my curtain that links to the brass. Uh, sorry, the, the gold uh, trim on my glass table. So there's all of these things. And to me, sitting in that room um oh it's brilliant so what when me and my designer get together we will take a piece of artwork typically whether that's a sculpture or it's a, an actual piece of art and we use that to inform the design brief of an entire property and that's what I do in my own houses as well like where I live so interesting my own living room rep represents um a, a suite of three well you can actually see them there's two of them there um oh, yeah. it means nothing to the listeners but if you ever see this recording on zoom um yeah there's there's that i've got a, like a trilogy of paintings and that color palette informed the design texture and um and color of this living room so yeah i i get i get a real kick out of that stuff now we know why she wanted to talk about artwork and property yeah this is my idea can you tell but it was actually looking up we were thinking oh what would be a really interesting topic we've not talked about before and i actually looked up at a piece of art and I was like, oh, I had that piece of art commissioned to match the colour of this art so that it fitted with the, yeah, I'm quite, yeah. Well, my daughter is, is currently taking commissions. Um, she's very good at matching at the moment. It's her favourite oh, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, whatever a going rate is, I'll pay it. I'm all for it. I think it's great. But what does art do to a house then? Let's get into that. Like, why is it important? Um, and let's, I think it's really important we differentiate between HMOs and bicelets here. So like, what does art do? Well, one of the main things that we were looking to achieve in um, our properties is incorporating like a, a, a space where people can feel um, content, relaxed at home. Mm. So incorporating animals and plants and nature oh. and natural tones to the, not just the artwork, but to the paintwork, to the bedding to everything that's in the property um, so when we look at the artwork that we're putting into the property it's just like how can what, what how will someone feel when they're in this space what does the artwork do to improve that feeling um, so if it's a nice sunset or if it is a picture of a, a lion in the in the desert or wherever it might be um, looks really cool and also helps just to make someone feel a bit calm I agree with that. Do you feel, because I don't, I don't know if you agree with this, but your own space doesn't feel like your own space until your own stuff is on the wall or something is on the wall. That's what creates its homely feel. When, it's, when it's got from, it makes it familiar. Yeah. It, it I always used to, um, ever since I was at uni, I remember the, the rite of passage of going and buying my own artwork Yeah. from whatever shops were around at the time um but i had this one piece of artwork which kind of summed up how it summed up me which was a 
I think it was like a, a jazz band. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the artist, um, which uh, was, um, I think my my lovely assistant is going to dig it out. <laughs> it's, right, it's right here. <laughs> oh my God, this is so great. There we go. So it was a picture of my future wife. Oh, <laughs> there she is. <laughs> okay, that, so that, listeners. That blonde, that blonde, blonde uh, head. Um, Describe it to our listeners so they can understand what it is that. So it's a guy playing congas, which is uh, now we call him Richard. Um, it's a guy playing, um, uh, what do you call it? Ch uh, no, it's not maracas. Maracas? Uh, Castanets? No, what do you call it? It's a tambourine. Tambourine, thank oh you. My God. Thank and you, you are a tambourine man, so you would know the answer tambourine to man. that, yes. You are a tambourine man, yes. So there's a guy playing tambourine, a guy playing saxophone, and a guy playing the accordion with this um, it's, woman it's lokeba it Lo is almost it is almost lokeba um and then maybe that's adriana oh, there we go the singer on the front there she's dancing she's got her hands up sort of like she's just feeling herself isn't she she's just like in the moment dancing lost in the music with you know her hair turned to the side she's got a really sexy dress on it's really cool yeah yeah so this has followed me around since the age of 18 and wow. uh, why and do you think life. that's you obviously the music element but like describe it what does it what does it make you feel um it's a bit classier than putting pictures of naked ladies on the wall because it's very sexy it's very sexy. very sexy you can feel the rhythm that they're playing through the artwork because of the way she's moving her silhouette it's really clever love it and also the the colors as well i was always into red and cherry red and if you look at I don't think I've got anything out at the moment, but my um, a lot of my musical equipment is is all red, and my my home monitors are red. Huh. Uh, so it all kind of ah, uh, hence the the um, property jam thingies. Property jam Gener thingies. thingies. Well, the one thing the things we used to put in front of the of the microphones. What do you call them? Uh, no, I bought those because pop um, shields. Because pop shields. There we go. Because our color is red. Oh, it's not just because you like red. I didn't. I didn't have them though. But the ones I normally have are black. Ah, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and that—that that is a, a, yeah, a famous picture. I'm going to Google it. You talk amongst yourselves. Well, I would love to, but apparently Joe has just left the building. Um, so it's yes. just so I'm just going to be here talking to myself for a few minutes. Uh, whilst you look for a photograph. I think, I think Joe's Joe... gone to get another piece of artwork because now Joe we're just in this, uh... Joe's just nipped off to go to the bathroom for five minutes, pretending she's going to get some artwork and. Uh... <laughs> He's got me really excited because there's a piece of artwork that summarizes like that I feel encapsulates the essence of me as well. There is we are going to link this to property because there's real truth in this. But here's a question. While I'm fishing around looking for artwork, how do you choose your artwork? Discuss. Um, go on to the artwork shop and buy the ones <laughs> which look pretty. Exactly. Yeah, we don't have a lot of artwork in our house. One in or your two personal house. Yeah. Got one or two, one or two bits. That's because I've got an artist friend, and she's done a printed piece of artwork for me. She gave me for my birthday, mm -hmm. and I've got my um, map of the world where I pin all the countries that I've been to. That was also a birthday present. I don't think I've actually bought any artwork myself for my house. So there's, okay, so that's that's for your personal home. But then when you're actually designing your your properties or you're working with a designer on the end finish of your properties, 
like how much is the artwork taken into consideration as part of the design? I think it is a massive element of it, but I tend to, yeah, because you said that you would design your property or the theme of the property around a piece of art. I don't think we've done that. We've done it the other way around, I think. Oh, so it's like you you have the design brief and then the art complements what you've designed, basically. Exactly, yeah. So you like we talked about earlier, we've, we've got our colour palette. We've got our blueprint, if you like, anyway, of what colour schemes we're going to have in the property. And yeah. then it's just, that's going to be a running theme. And then it's just finding the artwork then that works with that to suit. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I love it, I love it, I love it. So but it's I not... Uh, not, uh, not uh, every house is not going to look the same, but they will be similar. There will be a, like a running theme, if you like. So what is what would a theme be? Yeah, you mentioned sunset or yeah, from, from the way that it's, it's different when you're buying artwork for yourself versus buying artwork for a house because you don't know who's living in that house. So you're trying to provide an environment which is uh, which provides a feeling. So a lot of artwork that we use is uh nature inspired because when you put nature and nature in there it is more likely to provide a feeling of well-being more likely to be natural colors and that's our general vibe is is nature um if you were to, to summarize it in one word would you disagree with that Niall? no no i don't disagree with that i am um, for for once i actually can say yes i agree matthew <laughs> 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 yeah but and this is recorded <laughs> <laughs> it's verified um, no but I think I I think with art in particular okay so let's talk about HMO art because back in the day do you remember so this would be I guess two, 2015-2016-17 area yeah the the whole thing was having like the feature wall and then you might have the canvas and it would be the animal or, the, or Banksy. Or, yeah. we, we, we did Banksy. Banksy. We've, we've still got Banksy in a couple of properties. I don't mind Banksy. Because Banksy for me is quite retro. So I don't think it's... Banksy. It wasn't retro in 2015. No, it wasn't. It's, <laughs> now it's retro. Now it's retro. But there's something about Banksy because Banksy is just cool. And it's also recognisable art. So I think when you have a piece of art that is kind of... Uh, a well-known signature piece like any of the Van Gogh art like you you kind of there's a there's almost like a quality to it not always but you know there's there's recognition and there's like oh that's good art sort of thing but then I think the ones that bother me are, are, are like really so you said lion Niall earlier and I saw there was an era and I still see it now when you when you're looking around properties like to buy is like a room with like the canvas of the lion and you're like oh that's so shit. That oh no, so not, not like that. You know, like, or you see the canvas of like giraffe. Yes, or we, like we've got a giraffe, which I'm not very happy with because we didn't choose it. It's yeah, not the kind of a giraffe. Yeah, what, in, in one of our houses. Thirteen. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, yeah, it's we, it's an older property, so it it kind of bridges the gap between next level HMO and old school like beige box design 
um even though it's nice and i said whenever i talk about it, it it's always the one where i'm like well this is next level for the area and one of the major features of it is just the size of the property and the size of the rooms and and the location of the property so much so that we can actually get away with not being top of design um, and we probably can still get away with that for quite a long time even though i would probably up spec it if if we needed to but there's no point spending money on it if people are moving into it and, and are happy but um the, the, go back to the 2015 I remember when I first started learning about property investing, there was one trainer, like property trainer that I'd see speak and he would talk about the, the photograph and it would be the New York, um, photo of New York, yeah, or mm -hmm. London. And yeah, I followed that and I, and I went down the London route and I found some good, what I thought were good prints of London in a slightly different, unique way. So we found one which was this really big picture which was split into different canvases. So it was quite difficult to fit because you had to make sure that it was... The right, the right gap between all the different pieces of it, it like five piece piece of art, which all made it made one picture, um, and that's still in, in one of our houses. And I think that that works, um, but where I think it gets taken to the extreme is where they then take that idea and then they put um, have one wall plastered in this massive picture, uh, mm. and it ends up being this massive piece of wallpaper. It's like that image of as you talk about New York of the workers sitting on that. Um, beam uh, of steel is that is it uh, that's yeah construction Empire State Building Empire State Building yeah yeah where they're all sitting eating their sandwiches and stuff yeah yeah mm -hmm. like that that has been done to death but I still quite like it so yeah. this is what I mean Joe when we use and the, the flat animals. iron building as well the New York so you can see not, this is a tigress but you can see an idea oh no of, these are real so okay so what I'm talking about is almost like a it's a someone's uh like someone's drawn a line but this is photographic no these are photographs yeah these these are this is these look like well there's photographs there but you've also got artwork which is photograph plus graphics yeah it's not necessarily about painting it's about as you say the images and the shapes mm. so this the circle there which is represents the sun but it is literally a graphic piece yeah, of lovely. art with a picture of the silhouette of a tree which I think is really nice because it, it's got the colour and the nature. Yeah, this, I, oh God, there's so much to say. Right, so the London thing, and this, honestly- Chill this out, is, chill out, take a breath. One step at a time. Oh gosh, <laughs> this is gonna be the Oh my goodness, Joe, hang on. Are you speechless, Joe? <laughs> I am. This is such a big topic for me. I didn't realise how huge. You were just sitting there speaking. I was like, oh my God. There's so much feedback on this comment. He's making me think. And then it was like, then Niall started showing me pictures. Like, oh God, I've got comments on so much of what you just showed me. I'm like, I think for me, in conceptually, when you're creating co-living units, I think art really is one of those beautiful finishing touches that should be prioritised in a budget. I think that's something I would say to anyone who is looking to do, you know, nice, really nice HMOs that really set themselves apart in an existing market. I think art can really help you do that. And I don't think you have to break the budget. I don't think you have to go mad, but I do think you have to build it into the budget. Um, I think familiar art is definitely a, a way to go, providing you're consistent with that. So, you know, you could have um, recognizable pieces, I think is, is something um, that, that, just, that just works, providing it's good quality and is, and is just repeated throughout a property. When it comes to the London stuff, I feel like of that era, you know, again, so the animal, the lion or whatever, the, 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 the giraffe is definitely another one. 
um, bears and wolves and, you know, and stags and all of that was definitely of its time. Um, and, and, and urban scenes, New York and London in particular, also very much of its time. And I, uh, I think can still work if done right, but can sometimes unintentionally date a property if it's, yeah. I think I think I think that is something fair. So canvases, I think, um, yeah, definitely. So it's just, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? You do have to kind of be aware of what the contemporary trends are, because actually, it's not your taste that's important. It's what what works. Because artwork in in my properties now, I don't have any artwork in any of my vitalettes, by the way. I only ever do it in, in my HMOs. Um, it's very it's very odd. It's not, I wouldn't have it in my house. I wouldn't. It's very, um, what's trendy at the time as well, as lo- as well as what will inform a great design brief. So, um, and, at, and at the time, you know, you, you look at patterns, you look at textures, you look at colors, you look at what's popular. So, yeah. So and it's, think... we're, we're, we're catering to different audiences than ourselves anyway. So we're looking at students and young working professionals where yes. we don't fall into any of those demographics anymore, unfortunately. Excuse yeah. me, I'm young and I work. Yeah, and I, I, I'm a student and of I'm life. sometimes professional. Student of life, always. Every day is a school day as far as I'm concerned. So. I think you've both answered the question there, guys. Yeah, you're oh, old, yeah. old parts. <laughs> but I think the art can get you really excited. So I think... Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the, the purchasing of art. And I think, yeah, as I said, it, sh- it should be it should be prioritised because, yeah, you can play with shape, you can play with size. And also, that's another thing. If you've got a really large room and you don't, um, and you, you decide to cut, I don't know, go for a really small piece of like painting or print, it looks shit. You may as well not bother. You're better to have a blank wall than just stick something tiny because the the art has to be it's got to be have the, the ratio of the space it's got to be you know it's got to fit in proportion unless it, yeah unless it's got accompanying pieces around it exactly that we, complements you know, it yeah. yeah like you've got a montage of some description so yeah yeah yeah, really, yeah we've got we've got quite a few of those in in the bedrooms so we've got obviously specific pieces of artwork in the corridor that follow like a more linear pattern yes whereas in the bedroom themselves um they're more what do I want to say scattergun, but they're more random. So like it's not that. just straight lines and following a theme. I really like that. And I think, I think, you know, it's a, it's a clever use of, of space. It just creates a vibe. It really does. I really yeah. do. There's this one I think it's picking, pick, picking, the, picking oh. the size of art to work with, this, with the room as well. You mentioned it earlier about the shape and the dimensions. Uh-huh. You know, you don't want a tiny piece of artwork on your wall. I agree with or that. Or behind a couch. Like, However, if you've got a very small space, you don't want a massive piece of artwork either because it just takes dominates. over. Yeah, it dominates a hundred percent. And there's this one landlord in in Lincoln. They've got their they cover a whole wall in frames. They're just empty frames, and it's like their little signature thing. Um, I find it really creepy. I I just find it really really creepy. They're like ghost pictures, as far as I'm concerned. But it's proven very popular but what's happened is is over the years it's a very I mean, it's a beautiful old house this particular one and it's um it, but over the years it's 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 made it look so retro to the point it's almost like haunted looking it's really strange but students absolutely love it um so yeah you can be quite creative you can be quite creative with it but i have also one of the ideas that came up in one of our designs was i can't remember which interior might have been salah that mentioned it 
of having like a wall, similar to what you were talking about, a blank wall, but instead yeah. of blank frames, a blank wall. And for everyone, every housemate in the in the property would put their picture on the wall. So eventually you just have a wall filled with faces of people that had lived in that property. Um, wow. I'm, I'm not sure if I liked it or not. We didn't have a, we didn't have the right space in the property for it to work anyway. But I did think that's a bit weird. I don't know. Like a hall of fame of residents, basically. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Because then you'd be like, oh, that guy looks like a dickhead. Or I don't know. Like, I don't know. How do I feel about that? I'm not sure. It, it's like, is that like breaking face GDPR? Is face GDPR a thing? <laughs> I don't I, know. Well, they'd have to don't, sign. Don't, don't think so. If they, it's, it's each individual put up their own pictures, not us oh, doing it for them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You've you also got the other thing of like, oh, that guy slept in my bed. Uh, yes, but what if he was like super gross and like, yeah. Um. Okay. The, um the other thing that you can do with artwork is we don't even talk about words. Oh yeah, words word art. Word art. So yeah. you can use words. So inspiring phrases, quotes. Um, something which can have some color, can be have some shape to it, uh, which again, when people walk past it subliminally, they're saying it to themselves every single day. Mm. Uh, so something which again can have positivity, something which could maybe help them to remember to turn the tap off um, when mm. they're brushing their teeth uh, and use artwork to subliminally get them to change habits. Mm. So, you know, you know, talk about environmental changes, uh, and um, something which um, often talk about is, is having quotes in, in artwork in bathrooms in, or on suites. You know, um, so and there are some stats out there which says I can't the exact stat, but you know, if you were to turn the the tap off when you're brushing your teeth, you save X amount of thousands of liters of water or something silly like that. So you just put a little quote in there mm. um, and. If you sprinkle when you tinkle. <laughs> you never heard that one? If you I sprinkle heard. when if you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be sweet and wipe the seat. <laughs> oh, I've not had the second bit. I've, yeah, I did, maybe, I've, I've, yeah, maybe why am I only familiar with the first bit? Because the first bit doesn't make any sense as a standalone statement. So yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot you can do because you've got yeah because art art doesn't just have to be pictures does it art could be yeah like you say words it could be ornaments it could be sort of um the more staging kit pieces you know the stuff that you would really dress your body. yeah i think those those statements though that you were talking about matt i think that they do make a difference i think that would if i saw one of those in a bathroom then i would it would make me think about turning off the tap yeah i'm just having a look now to see if i can sort of find any of the things i've looked at in the past um there's there's even save water um artwork you can get up there save water every drop counts please be mindful turn off the tap after use and while brushing your teeth limit shower time bathe together <laughs> fill up the dishwasher and only wash full loads of laundry report leaks so we can fix it let's conserve together water is precious no water no coffee <laughs> that's just a piece of art i just found just by googling very quickly that's a print and a nice doormats with cool little messages on as well so you can help preserve your carpets <laughs> yeah there's loads of stuff you can do I mean really you could argue that the whole design brief of a house is an art project because you know from textures and patterns and styles and materials and colors and you know um 
for me the lighting and the uh, you know the the paints and um yeah the whole design spec when you're furnishing really is just the most exciting part of it it's the part where you you really turn a building into a home so it's um it's such an important part of what we do and I, I do think have you know ensuring you've got the the budget to to, to really go to that that infinitesimal detail you know um I think it's important and artwork is such a great way to do that and you there is there's some really creative stuff that goes on um you know if you look on Instagram there's some really cool examples um so yeah yeah <clears throat> and bolt yeah. it down because people nick it bolt it on oh yeah um, of your animal sculptures how many of those have you still got left your, your uh all of them and oh. i don't know how yeah i don't know how was it polar bear penguin fox hippo elephant and giraffe yeah um yeah yeah all all have lasted um and i think it's because but i i actually think they've not got nicked partly because you know they'd have to pay for it and those they are they're stupidly expensive those lamps yeah. but i think also because the students know the name of the room and they know that the the lamp matches the name. so there's something subliminal there that sort of says well it can't be the giraffe room if the giraffe lamp's not, lamp's not there <laughs> you know what i mean like um yeah, there's something something about that. And it would be difficult to make it fit in any other themed room. Yeah, you, can't, I mean, you can't put a hippo in a giraffe, right? No, no, but I mean, if you, if you brought your giraffe home, you'd be like, well, this doesn't look right now in my normal oh, bedroom. Oh, yeah, the, the, the stolen goods, you mean? Like, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah especially it's bright yellow as well. It's like, <laughs> so, it's a high risk, Nick. Um, but yeah, so it's... Uh, it's, it's cool. I think you can have a lot of fun with it. Um, but I think there's also something to be said of times do move on. I mean, we're, what, 2022, we're looking back to properties that we did in 2015, 2016, thinking, oh, I probably wouldn't do that now, which is normal, of course, because everything changes. But you do have to always have that in your mind that it's something that will probably have to evolve as the property goes through its its various tenant life cycles um yeah you, you you do have to have budget for that um yeah yeah not just constantly painting it but by selects i mean i don't know if you guys do you have any artwork in any of your by selects i don't um i think i may have put a picture up in a yeah in like my very first one i don't it's not something i actively think about doing but it has been done i think I think that, yeah, I don't think I've had anything. I think that maybe there might have been some bits and pieces of artwork used for staging photographs um, way back when. Mm. But no, and to be honest, I haven't done any new buy to lets for quite a while because we're only doing HMOs now. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what I would actually do until I've, maybe if I, was, if I had a new buy to let to focus on and refurbish right now, I might think differently. But I don't think, would you? I don't think people want it. Well, it depends on the market, obviously. But I just can't <clears> imagine. Well, We've got all our buy-to-let tenants. You're right, actually. They are all very different. They've all got their own preferences, if you like. Mm. We've got one one girl. This is quite a young girl with two small children. Um, and she literally has just renovated, or re, not renovated, redecorated the whole house. Right. She's changed the carpets. She's changed the paintings. She's put, you know, everything is done to, I guess, to how she wants it in her own home. 
Yeah. Um, so it would have been a waste of time us putting artwork in and doing stuff. I think that's most bytelets because bytelets are just a fa- t- typically is like a single, a, a couple or a family home, right? So, and the whole point is you're trying to make it your own, you yeah. know? So. Unless, so do you think, just to play a devil's advocate with that, do you think if it were a young professional's bytelet in a busy city or a busy town, then having something that is already that's ready to walk into would be more popular or as a shorter term because people would stay shorter terms in theory. Service accommodation, yes. Buy to let, no. No. Buy to let people generally you're creating a home where someone's intending to live there for a good number of years. So um, if there was artwork on the wall, it would, as you said, probably come off and get replaced with something else, which is put their own stamp on it. And to be fair, in a buy-to-let, you want them to be putting their own stamp on it because then they're more likely to stay. Um, and to be fair, I put up artwork in our in our house here. We're renting. Um, and to be fair, because we're going to be here, we're going to be here. So, well, we're here for extended period. Uh, we put holes in the wall and put hang, hang the, uh, the artwork up because I, that's, your that's painting. boring. Why is your painting not up on the wall? Um, I have a feeling my wife doesn't like it. Oh, ask her. <laughs> Oops. Let's drop you in it live on Property Jam. <laughs> we've we've not gotten up to the attic. This is the office and dumping room, so not really thought about it. But we're lying. Some... She hates yeah. it. Yeah, we can put it up somewhere. Oh, babe! Yay! <laughs> Small win. Woo! I also think there wasn't that much space for it, and and. Yeah. Um, the, the, the original intention here was not to be here for too long mm. so we weren't putting holes in the wall um whereas now i'm a bit like okay no mm. yeah let's do it and also the the sound deadening uh you know they go up over pictures because yeah, that, that mm. helps to um give you know good sound acoustics in a room which which is i just want to add as well room. like we've not added, like hammered loads of nails at the wall we've got those like velcro strip thingies that are removed oh do they work I've, I've honestly i've smashed up yeah. those things what they call command strips yeah yeah something like yeah. that yeah, yeah we, we do we do have them on light stuff but um to be fair i have hammered into the yeah. wall oh, well, those like ones for example mm. yeah yeah, anyway. yeah. I don't, well i'm gonna we could probably wrap this up but i think the message is art's great right is that, is that the message yeah we've got around the houses a little bit but, always uh, do that's fair. but this is the, this is my piece of art this is uh you've seen oh, I remember a million this. Oh, times yes. yeah the, the dali's so you have to google this listeners so this is salvador dali's little theater and it's uh, one of his most unknown pieces um and all i've got is a uh, an oil picture um it's actually again uh this was given to me by a guest who's been on property jam um amy rowlinson and she bought it for me um in its uh sort of oil kind of form oh it's a print it's a print not an oil it's print but basically it's 13 glass slides and it's the most obscure picture it's just like a a proscenium arch theater and then through it you can see like a a, a spanish scene and nothing's it's all obscure it's all weird so yeah it's brilliant i love it i don't know why for me it's a bit like you matt you just for some reason you resonate with it because it feels like it encapsulates you would Mm. i put that in any of my investing properties no way because it just, I can't imagine it's to anyone else's taste. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so obscure. But I love it. I absolutely love it. So I stare at it every day. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Joe. <laughs> thank you, Niall. Let's wrap it up there for a Property Jam this week. So that'll be a goodbye from me.
It's a good bye for me and also thank you, Matt, because no one likes you, so thank you, Matt. jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com see See you on the next next episode. episode